Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Oofta Podcast. I'm Jordan Rudolph. And I'm Emily O'Connor. We're back with you, Season 3, Episode 40, and we're finally getting to the big one that was originally brought to light 12 weeks ago on a Facebook post. That was longer than we expected when we sat down to record this podcast. October 20th, I posted it. Yeah. 2023. So, for those of you that have not listened to every episode, first of all, shame on you. Second of all... We have been alluding to this episode multiple times, um, numerous times, that we would eventually get there when we had enough time to sit down and do it, and today's your lucky day because we're going to sit down and do it. Mm -hmm. And maybe it'll still be a 15-minute episode. I don't know. Right. But I think there's a cool conversation that's about to happen, and we can try to stretch it from both ends of the spectrum and see where it's going. But the questions that were posed were, number one, do you feel like your doctor needs to be, look, or seem healthy to offer you health advice? And number two, do you feel like your coach or trainer needs to be, look, or seem, quote unquote, fit to offer fitness advice? And we've got a bunch of comments on here of what everybody else thought it was, and I was going to use this for a blog post, but I decided... It would be for podcast, and here we are talking about it. So, um, the the mixed stuff, the 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 answers are mixed. Mm-hmm. Some people say yes, some people say no, and they've got good uh, good reasons behind it. Um, it's it's interesting because I also had doctors comment on it, and they were also intrigued to hear what people were going to say, and they said that we should highly pursue this and see if there could be studies done on this. Uh, but let's just kind of. Shoot the shit, as they say here, M, and figure out kind of what what this is because I think this is one of those things that I can go and I'm going to read some of these quotes. I won't tell you who they're from, but I'll tell you what people said. I'll give you my viewpoint on it. You give yours. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think this is one of those things that can, like, your perspective on what you feel, listener, could change on this depending on where you're at in life and certain things that have happened. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think it can be a very, like, so I didn't know, background for the listeners, that you were even going to post this question on Facebook at all in the first place. So I remember reading it, and I'm like, ooh, good question. Because I have thoughts and probably personal experiences that lend themselves to feeling one way, but other people might have similar things or completely different viewpoints. So I think it's a case and a question that can be made highly personal but also at the same time as you're listening to this I would encourage you to also like listen with open ears so to speak and not just immediately throw the defenses up of like ah they're saying something I disagree with or like again me reading some of the responses on there I'm like no like that that's not right and then I was like okay like what if it could be right like question it ask yourself um and kind of flip your flip your perspective maybe a little bit and hopefully we're going to dabble with both of those perspectives today. Like, mm-hmm. let's take it both directions and see where it goes. But ultimately, uh, I think what we need to do to answer this big topic, um, first and foremost, is to 
help our listeners and us, you and I, am, uh, basically understand how we know what we know and take a, take a quick step back and just making sure we're understanding how we know what we know about the medical system, about doctors, about the fitness industry, and about coaches and trainers. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not medical experts. We are not doctors. We obviously serve that community very uh, frequently here in what we do. Um, and it's growing like on that side, so it's cool to see. Um, but from the fitness side of things, we've, we've expressed our distaste in this before with if you go to Instagram or Facebook and you look up the hashtag fitness, all you're going to see is pictures of basically half-naked or almost naked men and women. Um, maybe they have a weight in their hand, maybe not, but it's just a bunch of abs, uh, butts, toned legs, toned arms, toned shoulders, whatever, ripped, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, And you and I both don't feel like that's an accurate portrayal of what fitness is. Um, that actually like deters people away from fitness and makes it more of like a thing that they don't want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, that's what society is giving us. That's what culture is giving us and it's worldwide. Mm-hmm. So I think the big thing is, is understanding how we know what we know from a societal or cultural perspective and how we've got to the point of making our own answer up out of this. Not that it's wrong mm-hmm. in any case, but how we know what we know. Yeah. And when we can take the time to step back and acknowledge some of those biases that we might come in with, we can often be open to new perspectives or be open to changing our mind about something or at least just acknowledging that someone might have a different experience and feel a different way than you. Mm-hmm. Um, like there is a very legitimate reason, most likely, why everyone feels or has an opinion of something whatever that thing is and why they hold that opinion so being able to get to the root of that and recognize that like they have something that shaped this can help everyone just to find a middle ground there Mm -hmm. i I, the middle ground is probably going to be more so where a lot of people lie and they don't know how to answer one side or the other which Mm -hmm. is fine too like that's totally fine um and i think there's a lot of different perspectives that we'll cover here in the coming moments that will help clarify this for everybody and I think we can go into that first and then maybe you and I can give our stuff or do you want to give our stuff first and then go um whatever you want to do I I I'm more of the person like if a person's gonna like I I follow better from people who walk the walk and talk the talk Mm -hmm. right so I'm not necessarily saying that my doctor has to be healthy and express all health things to give me health advice Um, same thing with my coach, but I at least want them to, I want to know that they have my best interest in mind and they're understanding everything that I've said. Mm -hmm. And they've also helped other people with this before, or have gone through something like they, they've studied it Mm -hmm. in some way, shape or form. So from a doctor standpoint there, um, from a fitness standpoint, like I'm, if I join a powerlifting competition, I'm going to want to reach out to a powerlifting coach. I'm not saying that that person has to go through the meets, but at least has coached people or like has experience in powerlifting to do that. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think education is a huge piece on both fronts, right? Like when we think of the medical field, we can't expect doctors who treat any number of conditions um, to have experienced said conditions before, right? There are just simply too many conditions out there for that to be a probability. But on the same token, allowing 
than the person to have studied that, to have experience with it, to have helped others in that situation, lends itself to being a very useful and applicable skill. Same can be said like your example with powerlifting or just in general fitness, someone who understands the walk that you're trying to be on, that understands the path, maybe not exactly, right? Like to use us, for example, our average age member here is 20 years older than both of us. Um, and I think oftentimes, like we can't be 20 years older, but we can relate to that. We have coached people through that. We have had experience and known things about that, that can be related, that does help, that can guide that person through a specific situation. So I think that familiarity is huge there. Yeah, and then I think it comes down to the familiarity, the education, everything you just said, like I'm on board. And then there's this like almost slight edge piece that I'm waiting for. If, if it's a doctor that's telling me to do all this, but they're the person that's staying up 24 hours in a row. Um, if there's a person that's not exercising or doesn't believe in like how much exercise or strength training can help, if they're not eating well, if they're putting down, um, you know, two fingers of bourbon every night, if they're having cracking a bottle of wine and like those type of things, like that might not be the doctor that resonates me with me the best. Um, it's weird, like medical doctors, and, and it's still true to this today. They're they're figuring out slowly now, but they would go on like 24 plus hour straight shifts in the emergency room where people are like at their nearest life or death situations. And these doctors would be on call for this, sometimes all the way through, and expected to then deliver like the highest priority surgery that we can offer here in, in human existence off of being awake for 24 straight hours. Mm -hmm. And now that you and I know what we know about sleep, like I would hate to be that person going to the emergency room knowing that my doctor could have been up for 24 hours and doing surgery on me. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't matter how trained, how educated, how skilled that person is. Like I don't want that person. It, there's interesting studies out there about soldiers doing this. Mm -hmm. um, frontline people like Navy SEALs and how these guys need to operate off of 500, 600, 800, 1,000 milligrams of caffeine a day just to be functional, and then they need to down a bottle of liquor at night to go to bed, which then puts them in this comatose-like state that actually doesn't have them sleep at all, just comatose, coma, and then they wake up and they wonder why their testosterone's at the level of a five-year-old, mm -hmm. and these are the guys that we are expecting in our front lines to take care of the dirtiest of the dirtiest of the hardest of the most extreme missions out there in the world taking care of the bad guys, keeping us as the home of the free or home of the brave land of the free. Right. But there are also these guys that signed up for this. They do it. I get it. They're specimens. Mm -hmm. They're probably doing steroids and everything else in the mix of that too. They're welcome to do so. We appreciate it. But also do we want that person there? Like, does our soldier need to look like a soldier? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, right. It's, it's another question we can ask. Um, so, I, I'm I, I'm on board with like if they walk the walk, talk the talk, educated familiarity in, in it for me. They have my best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. But if I see the opposite, like them taking the opposite thing, like they're not doing it for themselves, there is going to be a little bit of skew mm -hmm. in my thing. Like if I'm getting cardiovascular advice about a marathon for a marathon or for some sort of high intensity aerobic, anaerobic, whatever it is, and I'm seeing them, the coach that I just talked to burning heaters on the corner, like that's cigarettes for those of you that don't know that um I, i'm probably going to be out really quick regardless of what he said yeah i i think some of those like 
practical and action steps have to be there, right? Like some sort of familiarity with that. I think, and you brought it up a little bit, like the look is always what gets me and Mm -hmm. where I get like a little fired up about it. Because Mm -hmm. when I first started in fitness, one of my first pieces of fitness advice, I was a freshman in college at the time doing a like volunteer shadow thing was to look the part as much as possible period like Mm -hmm. that's literally what someone told me and I've always kind of come back to that throughout and been like yeah but like I always want to go back like I want to ask him what he meant by that because I think like you said we look up fitness on social media and it's one image but really what is the image of health what is the image of fitness like what is that thing because to me that is not half naked people on Instagram like posing super jacked super muscly like that's not health and fitness to me mm-hmm. right so what does that then look like for other people so when we say look the part like what are you looking for yeah and how someone looks isn't indicative of their health just in general as a whole tangent aside to that either well and that's that's where like i just gave those examples doctor soldiers trainers and i didn't even talk about the looks i just talked Mm -hmm. about like their actions right that's the thing that gets me like the actions like i i want to make sure like i don't if i'm a coach telling people hey you shouldn't be eating sugar and you shouldn't be drinking alcohol uh you know this many times amount of times eating protein every meal but i'm going out there slaying quick trip convenience food fast food uh have candy bars with me at all times like I, like how am I? Who am I to give health advice when I'm not taking care of my own self? Right? Mm-hmm. I might be able to get away with it because I'm younger, X, Y, Z, but that doesn't sit well with me. I don't feel authentic. I don't feel genuine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we go back to the look thing, like you were saying. I, tar- I talked about this guy that gave me the cardio advice for the stuff burning heaters. Like this dude might look like he can run some marathons. Yeah. But I don't like the what he does with smoking. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't resonate with me as much as he knows. So I'm more of like the action guy. Like I, I, I want to see what their actions are and I want to ask them like more of like their personal stuff, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like that's how I follow suit. But let's go back into the look side of things. No. Doctor's giving you health advice. What does healthy look like? Mm-hmm. What, what does healthy look like? Like if we yeah. looked up hashtag health, I'll look it up right now as we're talking. Look up hashtag health on Instagram. I don't, I have no idea what we're going to find here. Yeah, I actually, I'm not sure. I've been hashtagging that in our posts on Instagram and Facebook lately. Hopefully you'll just see Unity Fitness posts. We can only hope. That'd be nice. <laughs> it's loading. It's loading. The 169 million posts. Um, there's some fitness stuff. There's some butt stuff. There's some coffee. There's some gluten-free muffins of sort. Bad sleep. Um, there's some shirts off. There's some ripped stuff. I mean, it's a little bit of mix. There's mm-hmm. a lot more of like food recipes on there like mm-hmm. health on that end um but there's definitely some fitness stuff here's a bodybuilding show three favorite morning rituals powerful detox remedies this girl's on there three times nice job for her um cheapest way to buy spring buy clean spring water and then it's a lot of fitness stuff and the same thing boobs, is... butts and yeah yeah so it, it's a mixture right so now we're getting crossed in like what health is like what does health mean because what we know from the fitness side of things, if we're looking at these people and they have their six packs and they have their toned legs and arms, it doesn't mean they're healthy. That, I, that it can mean, it can mean actually the opposite. Right. Quite, quite honestly, the opposite, right? When we think of like a bodybuilder preparing for a show, super lean, unhealthily lean levels of body fat, like metabolically, they are not healthy. They And a lot of them who 
I've followed, kept up with, seen in the past actually do admit this. Like, during their shows, they are the least healthy that they are. They might look as ripped as they do, but they are not metabolically healthy. So poses the question, like, what is health? How do you define health? How do you define fitness? What do you want that to look like for you, mm-hmm. necessarily? And that's going to be ultimately what it is, because everyone's going to have a slightly different perspective. But if we're influenced or if we are, if we have our learning of what fitness and health is from the society or culture, Mm -hmm. we could have this bias of like, that's what we think it should be. Mm -hmm. And there's one of my really close friends um, that said in that post that I made that that summed this up nicely. Uh, He said, the problem with the questions that I asked is that the correlation between one's physical appearance or quote-unquote what society views as healthy and them actually being healthy or fit is tenuous at best or only viable as a correlate at the extreme ends. You can guess who that was. It's Danny Two Guns. Yes. Yeah. But seven people liked it. He's a, he's a, he's spot on on this. Yeah. Like because this is this the question that I posed was purposely posed mm-hmm. and purpose I knew damn well what I was doing when I posted it. Um because society like what mm-hmm. what does society view as like do I want my do I want my sleep doctor telling me how to sleep when I know he's up he, he gets three hours of sleep maybe if he gets six hours of sleep I'm more I'm more in tune right but can he help me with sleep yeah if I want my surgeon saying things but he he doesn't do any surgeries on his body mm-hmm. that's a different story that's an action movement that's a that's a, that's a belief not a look mm-hmm. um, if I want my doctor asking for health advice on whatever it is and he's 300 pounds drastically overweight and he's telling me I should eat more vegetables I that one might not like resonate so well so but I also understand if they know what they're talking about they can know understand the blood work and understand what I'm asking again be be on my board with it I I might be more in tune Mm -hmm. to it but there's definitely like the moments where I'm like having conflicting views if that's that's coming out there there's no doubt like that my I'm I'm rooted in the society and culture as much as anybody is Mm -hmm. well I think it's easy to let like society and culture and the media and like the view of that skew our perception right like when we see someone who fits the definition of what society tells us is healthy we almost have to force ourselves to take a step back and say like okay are they actually healthy or take someone who fits the definition of like unhealthy okay, like, are they actually unhealthy or are they going through something that you might not know anything about Mm -hmm. that we need to take a step back and say, like, okay, maybe there's something else in their life that's contributing to this. Maybe there's other underlying things that are contributing to weight gain, that are contributing to extreme weight loss on the other side of things. Like, there are both of those ends of the spectrum. So when we think of, like, body types and looking there can be so much more under the surface that we yeah. just don't understand or know because mm-hmm. you might not ask that person what's going on. 100%. And, and the underlying piece that we don't know is like we if, if we, to make a, an educated decision, if we have 70% of the information, to quote our book from the other day, um, if we have 70% of the information and we're allowed to make an educated decision with that information that we have, it might be different, right? Mm-hmm. But if we, we, nine times out of 10, we won't have it in this scenario. So if we don't know enough, no, don't know enough about my doctor or our doctor's past or health issues that, of their own, who are we to judge? Mm-hmm. There's several different body types out there. 
Um, I'm not going to go into the thing of genetics on this, but just body types, and that makes it uh, different on that end of things. The other, uh, the other problem, quote unquote, with this is uh, um, one of the doctors actually commented on uh, my post and said they used to think that doctors should feel health or should look healthy if they're going to give me advice or be need to be. Same thing with coaches. But then they realize that sometimes things happen that are out of our control. For example, what if a personal trainer is in a car accident and is no longer able to exercise because of a permanent disability? Mm-hmm. Or, or what if a physician is diagnosed with cancer and is undergoing treatment and therefore may appear unhealthy or ill? Mm-hmm. Right? We just don't know everything. For sure. Um, so looking at this side of things, I, I, I think there's going to be, it's, it's probably going to be a little bit more of a personality thing to each person, but also heavily influenced by environment, society, culture. Like heavily. Like, we know that environment can make 80% of our decisions alone, right? Mm-hmm. So that that can do it there. What we're seeing on TV, we see the coach coaching the person and what they both look like, whatever it is, the doctor. You know, rarely ever if we're, if we're on TV, to be honest, like I don't remember a movie or a show that has a doctor on there that shows like an overweight doctor by like by big means, like a drastic overweight one. But movies and entertainment don't help with this either. Right, like, why would a movie, why would a movie get a a coach to be a part in a movie who's probably the serial killer, or the knuckle blockhead still, um, a trainer, um, and have them, him or her, not look fit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, like the, and that's where it all stems from, right? Because they play into that and they cast parts to fit the societal norms, and then the societal norms are what they cast. So it becomes this cycle of not like never ending cycle if you will of feeding into each other where we might not recognize how much of this like outside influence is basing like informing our own opinions and influencing our own decisions but it's so heavily influenced like you were saying about the outside media the environment the whatever we consume on a day-to-day basis that we don't get a chance to like without this intentional step back and hopefully this podcast gives you a little bit of that to detach those two things Mm -hmm. to ask yourself like why do you think that to ask yourself why do you believe that xyz about Mm -hmm. a coach a trainer a doctor whatever it might be yeah it's one of those things like if someone's going to give you advice anywhere we hope that they would give them themselves their own advice Mm -hmm. right and then even more importantly again are we are, are they practicing consistently practicing what they're preaching or what they're saying? Mm-hmm. Like to me, that that would resonate with me personally more than just their looks alone, right? For sure, I would agree. And that might be how it all sums up because we don't know enough. But at least I know that their person's also working on it or doing something about it too. Mm-hmm. And that's where if they're practicing what they preach and constant and, and consistent with the practice and consistent doing that, I think that helps a ton into how they deliver and what they deliver in advice, like. Do I feel a trainer or coach should be strong and fit to an extent? Yes. To do what they, whatever it is their, their fitness wants them or allows them to do what they want their fitness to, to be. be. Yeah. Um, if and, and this is where it comes down to a thing where it's a weird one. Again, we can, call it, we can talk about specialties, right? Mm-hmm. We, we can go down specialties of medical and coaches. If someone says, a coach says, a trainer says, hey, uh, you should be more mobile than you are. You should be able to turn your head all the way in this direction and, and your leg should be able to come up like this like on your own. And then the coach doesn't have that either. And then the coach, like, again, was there something going on? Uh, or are they even trying to work on it, 
right? Mm-hmm. That that's a that's a thing. Like if the coach doesn't have the mobility to do it, but they're not also working on it, that doesn't sit so well. Right. If they are working on it and they're in tune to it, like yeah, I can get behind that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it comes down to that action behind it and yeah. recognizing that there are the underlying things that you might not know about from a looks side of things, right? Allowing society to have its norms, but also not falling victim to those norms as like the end all be all standard without asking what's underneath. Is the doctor who is overweight and telling you to eat more vegetables, maybe he's crushing vegetables on vegetables on vegetables, but had some sort of medical condition that he's recovering from, right? Like that is a possibility or like just allowing that space for questioning and maybe benefit of the doubt before immediately jumping to conclusions and allowing the actions to speak for themselves. Yep. And, and again, specialties may matter in the Mm -hmm. medical field and the coaching field. For sure. Um, and it's all going to change depending on so many things, but it's interesting to think about like what the perspective is, is, uh, especially this. And then what happens now is I'm interested now our, our doctors, like we don't get to like, I'm not, I, I did this at Gunderson and I picked who I picked because she was one of three available. Right. But, um, when, when I, when I went to the hospital to now get set up with my regular PA or doctor, um, but I didn't look up and like, oh, I'm going to go to this health advice and look at the person who I think looked the most healthy. I just picked right. it like, yep, yeah, she looks good. Like, yeah, I'll find out more. Um, a coach, though, a trainer, though, from mm-hmm. somebody who wants to lose weight, I could see where that could deter people a little bit. Yeah. Could 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 throw them for a little little bit of a loop. But again, does weight loss and looking like that coach or trainer does uh, mean that they're healthy either? Like, health should matter in this too. We talked about that already. But what if, um, what if you do seek a coach or a trainer that's very, very lean, fit, toned, six-pack abs, banging body, whatever is out there, right? Um, what does that say about that coach or trainer? Like, they yeah. probably worked a little bit on it themselves to do that. Is it more so that they are so disciplined themselves and so focused on themselves that they actually don't know how to coach you, the person? that's looking for advice from this person. Can you handle the three hours of cardio that this person may be doing and the uh, supplements that they're doing and the food that they eat and how they eat it and the discipline of it all? Because it does come down to discipline a little bit too. And again, does that come down to actually health, right? Do we know everything? Yeah. And is, is that someone that you want to adopt those habits or what is then the education behind that person? Right. Like, I mean, we talked about fitness, social media. We could go on a whole other podcast about fitness, social media and a whole bunch of people with a low barrier to fitness, coaching fitness, just based on they've done it themselves. So I'll teach you what I did to do this. Mm -hmm. And it becomes just a regurgitation of information as opposed to an actual coaching relationship where behavior change is had. It's not just a small short term thing but an actual learning process and a development of you as a person, not just the adoption of whatever habits, like you were saying, that might be very extreme to get you to whatever this person looks like. 
Yeah, and there or could your be version of. Yeah, there could be different things. Like, is this person going to be more inspirational because I want to be like them more? Uh, I'm listening to them because I want I want to do what they do and I want to follow through with that. Um, is it something and then more where we see them doing more of their things and they're telling us how they do it, so we want to be more like that just from action? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, and like what you were just saying there, it, 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 it could probably change pretty quickly too for each person to person. Um, it's just a lot of different, like, like I think sometimes about this, like where we think about like, oh, let's, let, let's look at the healthy cooking show that's on Food Network and the lady that's cooking or the guy that's cooking is very overweight. Mm-hmm. Like, like it just, like we could see it, right? But again, not knowing that side of things, I'm like, wait, we're, so we're going to be healthy cooking here, but we're, 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 we're watching the chef and maybe they have an emotional eating, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they have some sort of eating disorder or dysfunction. Mm-hmm. We don't know, but maybe they're using food to help others so that they don't have to be like them. Mm-hmm. So that somebody like, like them can have somebody like them, right? So it, 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 it's, it, there's tons, but what we do in America, and especially in America, is we judge very quickly. And we base it off of what the societal norm is, mm-hmm. the cultural norm, what we see on Instagram, Facebook. Like we just looked at health. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't even see it. There wasn't even a doctor thing on there. Right. It was more <laughs> so fitness in- infiltrating health than anything, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. So it, it's a unique question, unique episode. Um, but I think, uh, I, I think in my mind, like they don't have to necessarily look the part. Mm-hmm. I'm more on the lines of like making sure that they're, practicing what they preach to me too mm-hmm. right like if, if we're telling people in here like get two to three four strength training sessions in a week i'm damn sure i'm going to be doing that as well yeah yeah I, I think the action for me also plays the biggest factor and i think for me just being open-minded to the other things that we might not see below the surface right like always always giving people the benefit of the doubt in terms of like okay what might be going on that if it's a new person just coming into the gym that they might not feel comfortable sharing with me and how can I coach them and work with them in a way that does open up that door so they do feel comfortable yeah. doing so because then it truly can be that transformative like approach to fitness, approach to health, etc. It's weird when we think about this too, like from a, uh, the profession, of, like I, I again purposely posed the question of just doctor and just trainer for it. But let's just think of a financial advisor. Do we care what our financial advisor looks like as long as they're good with our money? Right. Like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? As long as they're good with money, doing what they do. Like, yeah, do what you do. You got a million stashed away? Like, sure, let's let's do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you believe in this? Like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all in. Like, it seems to be working for you. Oh, you're telling me to do this, but you won't do that yourself? Like, okay, now we have an issue. Don't care how you look like. I just have an issue with your action. Mm-hmm. Right? But we didn't, we didn't, I didn't pose the question of a financial advisor. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares about what they look like in that end. So, uh should we then from a doctor or trainer standpoint care either i don't know no to the person right to each their own i I think it becomes very individualized yeah right like and that's where you were saying like is that person someone where you can more easily follow them or maybe like that trust is almost built a little bit easier up front because you have the visual confirmation of that versus just the trust in certifications in education in execution whatever it might be where that can play one part but when you can have more than one kind of piece of evidence if you will it's always easier for us to yeah adopt something always always but that's where the questioning can come in well i'll make sure that i post this episode on my thread of the 24 comments so that people can 
tune in and see what we did. Only mm-hmm. 12 weeks late. They probably forgot about it by now, but it's fine. Easily reminded. We'll have another one that we can t- talk about with the... Uh, what do you la- what what frustrates you more consistent diet or consistent exercise the question that i just posted this past week mm-hmm. of this recording sometime um, within the next 12 weeks yeah sometime within the next 12 weeks uh, 12 weeks or less we're on we're already ahead yeah so well cool i think that's about it for episode 40 i think so as always thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of the oofda podcast share this with someone who you think will find it valuable leave us a rating a review subscribe download all the things that help us to grow organically and we'll catch you in the next episode Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody.